Hey, it's time for the Twice Removed Podcast with Linda and Gina, where we talk about all things genealogy, including making connections with long-lost relatives while snooping in on our ancestors. Hey, it's good to know where you come from. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Twice Removed Podcast, our little podcast about genealogy. We are your hosts, Gina and Linda, and we have taken the three big tests for DNA, and we were going to talk about those today. So, you know, Ancestry 23 Me and My Heritage, we're going to break it down. Plus, we did a few other things that are outside the realm of these tests that you can upload your DNA to and get all different kinds of results. So let's start her off and um, Linda, take her away. Okay, so we just took the basic DNA test, none of the other health stuff that they try to sell you like for the more you know higher price test and any of that both of us had had the ancestry dna test it's the largest database with 20 million or so people that you could possibly match with okay so that's clearly the one that you want to start with if you are just getting started with it in my opinion and it was really easy it was just like the little mini spittoon and the best part about it i don't know if it's the same for you but the fact that you can have your tree there and when you match somebody, you can attach them to the tree. And when you hover over the tree, you can see how you're related to them in DNA stats, not just the tree saying that they're maybe your third cousin. So that's kind of cool. I've done that with everybody. And as soon as I match them, I put a little star on their record so that I know that I've done theirs. Because some of these people, I'm still trying to figure out who they are. And so I trace them and put them on my tree when I figure out who they are finally. And then, you know, you can attach the DNA results to it then. And that's pretty cool. I love Ancestry. I It was the first, you never forget your first. And I, I just, I mean, you know, they have this huge database and I like everything about it. I, everything that you said, it's just the, the layout of it, the things you can do with it. I really, really liked it. It's, it's very family oriented. Um, we found a cousin from there. Uh, I remember the first person in our family to do it was my mom. And it was so funny. She got her results back and she had me make discs of her results and, and print it out and stuff. But she gave it to all her family for Christmas and said, here, this is who we are. And then, you know, my aunt took the test and she goes, but just because you're more Jewish than Italian, I'm more Italian than Jewish. And so it opened up this whole, you know, thing of, even though you're related, you might be more than one or the other. It's not the direct, you know, 25% or 50-50% thing. So that was kind of our introduction into it with Ancestry, and we loved it. I love the um, through lines feature that yes. can help you find people. Um, everybody has their tree. Anybody who has a, a DNA test needs to do more of a tree than just like them and their parents. Please please put as much information as you have up there. And that's when you start doing your, um, I mean, a lot of people just get these for gifts and they're not really caring. So they're just going to put themselves automatically. Yeah. <laughs> and that's <laughs> like real helpful. Or they get their like 500 matches or 500 people in their tree and then they keep it private. So you can't look at it. But with the through lines feature, if you're, um, you can find a common ancestor through that it's not going to be necessarily 100 correct because not everybody's tree is right but a lot of times 
they're very helpful anyway, because you can say, okay, well, if they're saying that that's our common ancestor, then the, the children are siblings. So mine is, okay, yep, mine's right. And then you look over to see theirs is like, yeah, they have the same last name. Let me see if they're in my tree already. And then you can go down from there. And usually I've had pretty good luck with those. I still double check them, but um, it's a really great way to try to find people and you can add another ancestor in your line if you didn't know about it. I mean, I've added fifth great grandparents that way because somebody actually knew who it was. Of course, you always go back and you check it, make sure that they're not lying to you or confused, but it is very yeah. handy. And and also too, and with all of them, if you subscribe, you're, you know, the world opens up to you. Um, I, I haven't subscribed, so I was trying to do it one way and Linda subscribes and is doing it the other way and she far supersedes me in getting any information and all information where I hit walls all the time. So if you can swing it and subscribe for a little bit just to start peeking around, I think you'll have uh, much better results in finding people and places and things. Is there anything that was disappointing to you about Ancestry, Linda? Hmm. I really have to think about that. I mean, there's some features that it has that I wish that the others would have. And there's other things that the other services have that I wish Ancestry had. Yeah, so we need to like combine them all and create like the superior site. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, that's one of the reasons why you would take more than one DNA test for me specifically is because I don't have that many DNA matches. I don't have any brothers and sisters. And my father was an only child, so I don't have any first cousins on that side, only on the German side. And so in order to find more out, I really have to dig. And sometimes people are going to take the ancestry test. Sometimes they're going to take the 23andMe. Sometimes going to take my heritage. And then sometimes it's something else altogether. And um, you never find them because they're like, they're not crazy about taking more than one, <laughs> you know? So you're right. But the, for those of us who are hunting, we should do that. And that's taking us to the next test, which is the 23andMe, which has a database of approximately 12 million. And it also has a mini spittoon style collection device. And um, the first thing right off the bat, is like, I was not a, a fan of the tree. I don't even get it. Maybe it's me. I don't know. But they didn't really place the people on the correct branches of the tree. It doesn't make any sense the way I'm looking at it, unless they know something I don't know. Because I am trying to figure out that pedigree collapse from 150 years ago, where there's a lot of people that from all different sides of my family somehow met each other. <laughs> so maybe that's why my tree that's automatically generated by them looks the way it does. But I don't know. It's very confusing, that part. Mm. But we do know what I'd love about this. This I know this is like the hipster test like ancestry is the old sturdy you know steady parents and this one's like the hip young kid test to me oh yeah it's a, is of what, what it, yeah thinking? I do that's how I think of it it's just like what it, it just even by the design of the app and what they do I mean I don't believe and stop me if I'm wrong that won't be the time um they don't do the hapalope group on ancestry right no. So yeah, so 23andMe has a few different um, more options. And I think that's what you like about it, right? They give I you love that part about it. I don't like the way that the app is set up. Natu it's, it's like 
it's hard, hard to, to find things. Yeah, you're scrolling through and it's like, okay, so that's our shared matches. Okay. Uh, I can't do anything with them, really, except maybe flag them. But it's, I don't know. I guess they, they want you to look at it and then what am I supposed to do with that information once I have it? I can't do anything with it. I can't click on it and do a record search from there like I can with Ancestry. Yeah. Because I can and right I, away search for them and say, okay, well, maybe this is, maybe if I look up their last name, I'll find their mother or whatever, or their father or whatever. But you can't do that through that app. And that's, it's got tons of really interesting health related things that go with the DNA testing. And they do say, you know, if you get a different test, you can find out more. But I'm not really into it for that. And yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know. <laughs> That's not that's not what I'm there for. So that's why, yeah, you can combine that with the ancestry one and you have a really great set of tools. But they do let you um, link in your um, your tree from different services. Like I put my ancestry tree in there so that people could click into it and go and into the 23andMe. Yeah. Did, yeah now, did place. they did they incorporate it correctly? Because you said that their tree service wasn't... I don't use their tree. I'm a fan of it. Yeah. I, I don't so. use it. So this is like in your information where you put down where your ancestors are from and all that. And then they say you have a link for your tree in a, from a different service. Put it here. I think they probably do family search too because everybody would. That's kind of like the standard. Yeah. Well, but, I, you know, yeah. I like how Ancestry lays out the matches better. It's like uh, it says your paternal side, your maternal side. Yeah. Even though I know 23andMe has it too, but it's kind of not there in your face. Because no, you have. To, they I, want you to test your parents. Yeah, so I don't have them like anymore. The what are you yeah, gonna do well, when you yeah, don't have? What are you gonna parents? do? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> exactly. Then I'm screwed. Okay. Bye. <laughs> you know. So and I, they did ask me to fill out a survey, so I was really specific about that. It's like, well, good. You know, I kind of. What if you're adopted too? Put your parents down. Have them test. Well, yeah, that's kind of what I'm asking about here. Yeah. So So what what's your biggest upside then for 23andMe? Honestly, the sad thing is is that since it is the smaller database, I don't have anybody that's related to me higher than the first cousin once removed, you know. Okay, so that's I, your and downside. <laughs> there's like one of them. And okay. mostly everybody else is third cousin or higher up like fifth distant whatever micro <laughs> you know mm -hmm. maybe not even trustworthy data cousin and that has a lot to do with this but going to the next one my heritage that has a database of approximately 6.3 million and is a two swab test one for each cheek so you can be Italian on one cheek and Jewish on the other. Gina. You know what? I wasn't Italian in any of that in my heritage. And I'm oh, like, no. okay, I have over 20% in both the other two. And this is negative. So maybe I didn't eat pizza that day or didn't have sauce or something or Parmesan breath or whatever. But I had no Italian in me from my heritage. So, But the interesting thing about my heritage for me is that I have way more family. And it's mostly Scandinavians. So this must be a marketing thing. I was just going to say, maybe they're mark they market to that place more. Well, they both they have, have a, a good name. They both have a lot of Scandinavian, or all three of them do, actually. But um, 23andMe and MyHeritage 
both have a lot of Scandinavian. The my heritage are closer, more closely related to me, and the 23andMe are not. Go figure. What is that all about? I don't know. Maybe the my heritage has been marketing to Scandinavia now more, and that's why there's a lot of them on there. And their tree is great. I there's so many things I love about my heritage, honestly. Um, yeah, I mean a lot of their um, search stuff is really great. The documents that come up are really good. They're a lot different than the ones that I've gotten. I, I go there too to search. If I'm stuck on something on Ancestry, I go over to MyHeritage first and check there. And then after that, if I still haven't found anything, I go back to Family Search and look. A lot of times Family Search and Ancestry have a lot of the same stuff. So yeah, they've been really helpful. And I've, I've found a lot of things that I wouldn't have normally found. And they've got this, um, so when you, when you do the test, if you don't buy a subscription, you still get this really cool thing called a chromosome browser, which lets you compare the DNA segments to see if you have tri any triangulation with other relatives to see if you share the same segment on a chromosome that they do. And I found five of us who carry DNA from our shared second great-grandparents oh wow yeah and there's an auto clusters feature but you have to pay for that well, it's when you get the subscription and it organizes your dna matches into clusters that likely descended from same common ancestors and it was pretty accurate because i did use the cluster for the five people that shared the um triangulated segment with me and mm -hmm. They were, they were clearly the right group. So the autoclusters did a good job with that because they're, they're basically using that data from the chromosome browser, the same kind of data, and just making it into a cluster. But that comes with the paid subscription. And they send you a lot of hints too. And of course that is also something that doesn't really have anything to do with the DNA, but if you were to get the subscription there, it's kind of the same thing they'll send you They'll send you hints. It's like, oh, here's some stuff. You were searching this earlier. Here's some stuff we found on this person now. And they send it to you like yeah. maybe a week later. It's kind of cool. I know. It's it, it it's frustrating when you don't have that subscription and you have all these hints and you're like, oh, and you click on it. It's like, nope, can't see it. Can't see it. So It's too bad you just can't pay by the hint. You know, if they say, yeah, 25 cents. 25 cents per search. I, I always thought, you know, <laughs> I could do it a month at a time and do it, you know, a month and grab all my docs and then go back and look through them if I need to and stuff. But, um, yeah, it's it's much harder. Now, you, you subscribe to all three, right? 23andMe doesn't have anything that I want, but my okay. heritage and ancestry DNA I have. And then, of course, family search is free. So if you got an ancestry test and and or a 23andMe test, you can download your raw DNA file and actually upload it to MyHeritage for free and do the DNA matches that way. And you would get the chromosome browser, I believe, as part of that. Oh, okay. Because they're wanting to build their database. And that's why I'm figuring that they are really going to areas where they know that people are interested in this. And that goes back to the Scandinavian patronymic last names. People want to really know who their ancestors were without having to struggle too hard. So they're 
match with DNA instead of by names because the names are ridiculous once you get into that that beyond um, prior to 1900. And then also the the same raw DNA data file you can upload to GEDmatch. And that was the first one that I did like that with my file. It was kind of freaky because as soon as you download it from Ancestry or 23andMe or wherever, even from MyHeritage, if you download it from there, you can there too. And um, put it onto your computer, it's no longer secure on your end. They still have a secure one, but you have to make sure that nobody gets your file and does whatever they could possibly do with, you know, code. Cloning. Here's a code. Yeah. I think they would need the actual DNA sample to do any real damage, right? I don't know. I, I would assume, but... Yeah. What do we know? Here's a nice little recipe. Let's see what Gina's got. <laughs> It hurts. Yeah. Gravy. It's gravy. One's enough. One's enough. <laughs> One Gina is is quite enough. And I'm sure I, everyone will tell you that. <laughs> so on GEDmatch, um, you upload your raw DNA file. And in the free tier, you get five DNA uploads. So you can do your spouse and your kids and... You know, there's like five of them. And then I guess you have to pay for above and beyond that. I mean, I don't know why somebody just wouldn't get their own account then. Unless you're really like running the family um, matching for everybody because you want to know everything. I don't know. And they, what's really cool is that they have the ancestral DNA groups that you can join based on your heritage. And I did join one for um, Rhineland Faults part of Germany. And there were people in there. It, they weren't really closely related. I would say they, they were somewhere around fifth cousin. And some of them were in Germany. Some of them were here or wherever. So if you really had a question and you found somebody, you know, they, they can link to their tree. or And that's another thing you can upload. There is your tree in a GEDCOM file. You can If you have your tree on... Um, Ancestry, for example, you can download it from there and upload it to GEDmatch also. But I highly recommend this one. The archaic DNA tracing, which has um, the DNA taken from human remains found in archaeological sites in North America and Europe, is interesting because I was finding um, traces of people from towns that I found when I was researching people in my tree. So it's like, oh, you're on the right track. It's the same town. It's amazing. Yep. I'm a big fan of this one. Well, I think the next one is good. I like it so far. I mean, I'm still waiting for things, but um, isn't this the one that we did have a lot of matching towns in? Was the family tree? That was DNA? the Jed match. Oh, the Jed match. Okay. That was fun. Yeah. So, yeah. We That's, have a lot of. Yeah. You're just in getting common. into that one. Yeah. Yeah. We had the same little area of Germany where we both had people finding remains and i wonder i wonder if they would have been um mt dna matches i at don't that know point, that's something to you go know? look at and it's like that's where you got out and went <laughs> around and went to italy <laughs> and yeah. then to siberia lost my femur and left <laughs> left my femur there drop a femur drop a femur on the way out please <laughs> <laughs> So the next one's family tree DNA, and you can upload from other testing sites and match to other members. And they also have tests from the M and the Y DNA. 
and there are groups you can join, which is kind of cool for for continued research. So that part I like. And it's free, right? Mm, the test is not free. Okay. Would, just if, totally if you up, thing. No, 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 no. If you upload your results to them, then you can match there. But they also sell those tests and they're a little pricey. But if it's something that you're really interested in doing, then you can do that. And then you're part of their um, database for whatever haplogroup you're a part of or haplogroups if you're male. And so you can, I don't know what you would do with those people. <laughs> you know, are you if, if it's part of the research to where you can find people on your tree, because if they're recent enough, maybe there's a maternal line that is recent that you belong to with the, with them or a paternal line. I mean, a paternal line. I mean, it's, to me, that is so cut and dry for men, you know, it's like generally has the same last name because if it's the Y, it's the father, it's from father to son, father to son, father to son. Okay. Unless there's a break there and people don't know who their father is or they never got married or something like that. Of course, that's going to be, but if you know the last name, you can find these people all the way up. Wherein with women, if you're doing the mtDNA, it's just you have to go mom, grandma, great-grandma, great-great-grandma, all different last names generally. Yeah. So that that part, I, I still am considering still doing one of those mtDNA tests through Family Tree DNA. It sounds interesting just because of the research. Eh, yeah, not yet. Not yet. Not yet. I have to see what... Get her done. Well, there has to be a list of things that make sense before I just do it for the heck of it. Because I already know what it is. And I'm not that True. lost yet. And the people that I'm looking for aren't necessarily in that line. They're outside of that line. <sighs> yeah. There's so many things to research right now. As far as my stuff goes. My whole... Um, the, the discovery I made with 23andMe that um, is so interesting... And I'll be talking about this more once I really get a handle on it. But my father's side, his mother, her parents, okay, and somewhere a German relative all had other relatives that came to Minnesota, Wisconsin, Michigan, and Iowa at the turn of the century or prior to the turn of the century, late 1800s, early 1900s. And somehow started families and I'm related to all of them. So you own Minnesota is what you're saying. I don't own it, but I'm part, I'm related to probably <laughs> half the people there if they stayed. You know what? I have a friend in Minnesota and I should see if you guys are related. Born, well, she's tell, born there and stuff. So You have to tell me her name off, off I will. Mike and I will see if she's in my matches. If she's yeah, had totally. a test. That would be funny. <laughs> crazy. Yeah. So me and Rose Nyland. I used to laugh at that St. Olaf stuff all the time. I'm like, sure, make fun of the Swedes. It's okay. <laughs> and then it's like, really? Yeah, I'm not part off. of that group. But I am part of that group, but I'm not. I, I, I didn't go through that group. They, they were there without me. Thank goodness. Too cold. <laughs> but I had to know. I mean, what kind of hoot nanny was going on there <laughs> in the late 1800s, early 1900s? Right. Did they know each other first? Did they know? It's like, hey, I'm going to go with your brother-in-law to Minnesota. Okay. 
and then they get married. But nobody told me. So did anybody know? Did they just meet up there? Were they on the same boat? Were they? I, they probably were going there for a reason because they all kind of. Well, they were looking for a better life, but and most of them were sailors and fishermen. And then the women, you know, ran the household and ran their little farm with their spouse if their spouse was a farmer instead, or maybe they sewed for people, or who knows. But it's interesting that that would happen because I also have like the great second great uncle great grand uncle who came over as a teenager by himself and moved to Iowa and that's where I think part of the German thing interconnected but I haven't found it yet it's just so fascinating that that could happen and I have this little chart that I did that has all kinds of lines and circles have I shown you that Mm -mm. oh my god yeah I'll show you after we're done with this Anyway, so Family Tree DNA, I the matches on there that I've been getting are a little bit better than the ones on GEDmatch, as far as a little bit higher in the Centimorgan matches, so they're not like all fifth cousins and beyond and worthless to me for research, so that's helpful. And the last thing that we sent our raw DNA files to was genomelink.io. And it is not what I thought it was going to be. Yeah, this one's kind of a dud. Yeah. I mean, this is for people who want to find out if they have Viking blood or Viking DNA. And maybe some do. Who knows? Well, they do all these different things and they're not really anything that you can work with as far as... They're like icing on the cake, the cherry on top, the whipped cream. It's not the cake. Yeah. You know? So I don't know. I'm probably going to end up... um, unsubscribing from this it's not really for me it doesn't help me with any of my research really i mean unless i need to know that i'm a descendant of some royalty from a specific area in norway in 1500s or something but i don't know i'm not really thinking that's the direction i need to go into but there's a lot of other ones that will accept your raw data file and we're probably going to end up doing those and we'll come back and let you know if we found anything cool but for now, we want to thank you guys for tuning in again to Twice Removed Podcast. If you want information on any of the past shows or you have a real interesting DNA story to tell, we want to hear about it and we might put you on the show with us. Go to twiceremove.net and tell us your story. And thank you guys again for tuning in. This is Gina and Linda saying goodbye. Thank you. Oh, boy. <laughs> The Twice Removed Podcast is produced by Linda Anderson and Gina Glass. All opinions expressed are of our own and of our guests. For more information and upcoming guests, please visit our website, twiceremove.net.